Hey guys, Jim Stroud here. Uh, For those who don't know, the Jim Stroud podcast is not my first podcast. I've had several over over the years. And one of the more popular podcasts that I hosted was the Recruiter's Lounge. Actually, I co-hosted that with Karen Madden for, gosh, 100 plus episodes. (laughs) And um, what I decided to do is I'm going to start sharing uh, those retro episodes (laughs) because I think it's really interesting to see uh, how things have changed over the past decade uh, and and uh, see how they've changed and see how my thoughts have changed, maybe how your thoughts have changed. Uh, it's kind of kind of interesting. Well anyway, all that to say uh, for this for for this week instead of posting my regular jump Stroud podcast, which will return next week at its regular time, I'm going to uh, show you a sign of things to come by sharing this classic episode of, of the Recruiter's Lounge. And uh, hopefully you'll like it because I'll be posting more <laughs> starting in October. All right. Uh, look forward to hearing your comments. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. I should, I should have mentioned this. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned this. Okay, so that classic episode of the Recruiter's Lounge I'm about to play is called Tattoos in the Workplace. And in that uh, podcast from 2009, believe it or not, wow. <laughs> well, I can't believe it because it's, it's my podcast and I'm thinking how, how long ago that was. But it was back in 2009. And uh, our guest was Mitchell Chasen, MD. And we interviewed him about tattoos in the workplace. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, actually, if I remember correctly. Uh, check it out yourself. And here you go. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud. And this is Karen Matten, and, and welcome to the Recruiter's Lounge. The Recruiter's Lounge is a podcast of news, interviews, and commentary on the recruiting industry. And it was designed with you in mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time in the Recruiter's Lounge. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your host with the most, Jim Stroud, and this is another exciting episode of the Recruiter's Lounge, and sitting with me, as always, looking as lovely as she'll ever get, Karen Matten. How are you, Karen? Hey, Jim. How are you doing? Oh, well, this is our, this is our first podcast for 09. Is, is... Yeah, you know what? It is, isn't it? Wow. We've done, yeah. Wow. Kind of weird. It's a, it's a whole new era. So many things have changed. You know, new president, uh, a lot of uh, reviews and comments from our readers and so from our readers, our listeners, mm-hmm. so forth. It's just uh, just an exciting time. It has been. It has been a good year already, and it's only been what the 15 days. Yeah. That's true. That's true. We've been getting a lot more listeners. I want to thank. I want to give a shout out to all our new listeners over on iTunes. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing that way. And anybody who is listening to us through iTunes, drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you specifically. And for those who are our longtime listeners and you're not listening to us through iTunes, by all means, get on the good foot and subscribe to us that way. And if you left us a nice little review, we so much appreciate that as well. Hey, some of us are still old-fashioned. We don't use iTunes. Oh, I don't know. You should. I, you know I got my iPhone. For Christmas. Well, what are you planning to do for this new year? What changes? What changes? Mm-hmm. 
Well, in addition to downloading more great stuff from iTunes, I'm so hooked on that thing now with my iPhone. Are you getting a promotion from iTunes, by the way? <laughs> no, I just love the iPhone. I'm a big iPhone fanatic. Oh, okay. I just had it, and I've just been using it. I'm driving my wife crazy with it. But um, I was um, thinking about, and you're going to laugh at me, because I know this is so anti-Jim, because as you say, I'm so Mr. Conservative and all, but uh, I'm thinking of getting some tattoos. Uh, yeah, that, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I think get some tattoos because I want to impress my daughter to show, show her how cool I am, although she'll probably be more embarrassed. Um, but these are a couple things I'm thinking of. Okay, like on my on my right arm, right on my on my muscle, on my, uh, my, my muscle there, I'm going to put the term uh, mother to show my sensitive side. Uh, <laughs> then on my stomach, I'm going to get a hula girl. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna make her dance when I move my stomach around. <laughs> okay. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, but you know what? It, as, as I saw this guy the other day in a restaurant, and um, he was he was um, the, the guy busting the tables, and he had all these tattoos on, and I'm thinking, what kind of what is, is this? The, like the best job this guy can get because he has all these tattoos on. I mean, is there, is there a discrimination against people with tattoos? I mean, I know sometimes I look at tattoos and I'm going, unless they're a rock star or a tribal leader in the Amazon jungle, I really don't see too, too many people in corporate America with tattoos on. What do you think? Um, well, why don't we ask our guest oh, what yeah. he thinks about, our, um, about tattoos in the workplace? Because I'm with you. I think that there is an issue that probably could be arising. Mm. Introduce our guest, if you would, please. Dr. Chasen. Hi, Hi how, how are, are you? you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Dr. Chasen, what did you think of my uh, tattoo choices I was thinking of? Well, from <laughs> what I hear about your muscles, uh, mother <laughs> may, not, may not fit. You, you better maybe think about mom instead of mother. So they, <laughs> so they'll have a better fit there. But, uh, yeah, tattoos have become incredibly popular, rising each year for the last 15 years. Uh, at this point, we're up to about one in three individuals between the ages of 18 and 36 have a tattoo. Uh, when you look at the search volume in Google, where uh, tattoo is just ahead of Britney Spears, believe it or not, <laughs> and uh, a close third is tattoo removal. So what that's telling us, you know, a lot of people that are getting them placed, unfortunately, are desiring to have them removed. So, you know, the key thing is to, to really think twice um, before having it done. And, uh, you know, if it is something that feels right and you've thought about it, um, then certainly, uh, you know, that's fine. And, and there are some tips we may want to give you about that. But unfortunately, a lot of people, for numerous reasons, are desiring to have them removed. Uh, corporate America uh, very often doesn't want a tattoo that is visible. Uh, the government both state and federal government also has has issue with tattoos and it prevents people from entering those workplaces and uh and that's one of the one of the common reasons we see people to take these tattoos off dr chase may I interject something about that too i mean i just recently also read there is definitely today no uh legal remedy for the discrimination with regards to tattoo that's correct I guess because they're, you're not protected because it's self-mutilation, or it could be perceived as such? Correct. Yeah, that, that is true. So if I'm working in a corporate job, say I'm a, uh, I don't know, a sales guy or something for corporate America, and uh, one wild weekend in Vegas, I decide to get a, 
a heart on, on the side of my neck or something. <laughs> and, and I show up in the office, and the boss sees it and freaks out, doesn't like it. Um, and he decides to fire me because of that. I could not sue, or I could sue because of that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's more of a legal question, and I think that I, also has let me, state I specific. Let me a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, one of the things, Jim, is that, first off, it depends on what state you're in, but every state can, Ross can fire you pretty much for anything. But if he has a dress code that states, look, you know, we have a specific type of dress code for both male and female, and this breaks that professional image, he can fire you. Hmm, Okay. Like I said, you can go on you know, wild nights in Vegas at least get tattoos that are not not visible. That's correct. That's that's one one smart idea. The the next smart idea, if you do choose to get a tattoo, the easiest color to remove if you decide to go that way is black. So black tattoos are are the suggested color. Why is that? Uh, black tattoos absorb the most laser energy, so thus are the easiest to remove versus tattoos that may be yellow or orange or pink. They just don't absorb as much energy, and they're more difficult. Is that okay? Does that also depend on the pigment color of your own skin? Uh, the lighter the skin, the easier it is to remove tattoos. Uh, with that said, we remove tattoos in, in patients of all skin types, uh, but it is easier in someone that has lighter skin. Um, for someone that has darker skin, you know, the the again, black is the best choice for the color of a tattoo. I, I'm I'm curious about something you said earlier. I, I know you were saying in, in different search results, you know, Britney Spears was up there. Then tattoo removal, I think, was number three search result for for something you mentioned earlier. Um, my guess that the tattoo removals are from uh, people who found true love and then found out that it wasn't necessarily true love. And you want to get the person's name off of their body in some way. Yeah, another another good point. You know, strong recommendation is uh, to avoid using names for tattoos because those are some of the most frequently <laughs> the frequent removed tattoos that we uh, that we do here. So it sounds great at the time, but you know, you never know. Things change in life, and uh, you might regret it. Well, I read I, there was a, a report by a company called Vault, and they said that 60% of companies surveyed would be less likely to even just hire someone that had visible tattoos. Now, right now we've got three people for one job because the economy is so bad. I think this would probably be a good time to, if you have a tattoo, to probably consider maybe having them removed. Yeah, it's a, you know, though they've become socially acceptable, Still in certain environments, they are perceived, uh, you know, probably in the wrong way. Um, in terms of removing tattoos, the most important thing is to look for a practitioner that has multiple tattoo removal lasers. Because okay. unfortunately, there is no one tattoo removal laser that can remove all the tattoo colors effectively. So mm -hmm. the blacks require one tattoo laser the red's another, the green's another. So that's really when you're looking for a practitioner, look for someone that does it all the time and someone that has multiple tattoo removal lasers so they can give you the best results and the least number of treatments. Is there a side effect? Yeah, I mean, tattoo removal, one should also look for new technology um, because the, the newer lasers are much less... Um, traumatic on the skin, much less risk of scarring. You know, I would say the biggest issue with tattoo removal is, depending on the color of the tattoo, you just may not be able to get out all the ink. So you may be left with a haze of color. So, you know, sometimes you'll have this beautiful, new-looking tattoo, and 
you know, want to remove it because of workplace issues, and what you're left with is this, you know, this haze of, of color, which is not acceptable. So, again, the choice of the right color tattoo, the right laser being used to treat, and, the, you know, an experience gives someone a much, much better result. Is laser removal the only option for getting for getting tattoos off? Yeah. I know it's painful to get on, and I keep I just have in my mind it's painful to get off as well. Yeah, it's you know both getting them on and getting them off. Unfortunately, are painful, but uh, you know people tolerate it, and uh, there's no discomfort once the treatment is done. And with the advanced lasers of today, the healing is much more rapid than it used to be, and scarring is very unusual today. Um, but it's still a process. It can take many treatments, anywhere from 3 to 4 to 10 to 15. really depends on the color as well as the amount of ink. How so, long is treatment? Uh, excuse me? I'm sorry? How long is per t- like each treatment? Depending on, yeah, depending on the size of the tattoo, treatments can vary from just a few minutes really? to, you know, 30 to 40 minutes, depending on the size of the tattoos. That's not the, that bad, then. Not too bad, and the the advanced lasers today are much faster than they used to be. So again, when you're when you're trying to choose a practitioner, you know, ask them how new that laser is. Do you you don't have to worry about any kind of disease or anything, right? No, I mean the you know in terms of tattoo placement, you know there are um, there's a misconception that a tattoo placement may have a risk of infection. That's extremely, you know, extremely rare about transmission of hepatitis or AIDS. I'm actually not even sure there have been any cases reported in the literature. Um, Infection, you know, if someone doesn't care for the wound after a tattoo is placed, you know, that's an issue. As far as removal goes, uh, infection or, or any issue as such is extremely uncommon. Okay, now I'm excited to go ahead and remove a tattoo. Like, actually, I really want to take my daughter, send her to you. How am I going to choose, like, what's a good doctor? Like, okay, how am I going to know that you are better than someone else? I mean, I don't want to make sure I get marred. You said they're scarring. Yeah, is, is there an association for tattoo removals? Or t- uh, there's no association. There's a an organization called the American Society of Laser Medicine and Surgery, and the, that is an organization that people, uh, practitioners, that um, use lasers a lot belong to. Mm-hmm. One of the good, as, as we mentioned before, you know, ask about how many devices they have for okay. tattoo removal. And the other thing is ask them how many lasers they have. You know, if this is an individual that's casually performing laser, laser treatments, they may just have one or two different lasers, and that may be a tip-off that it's not the individual that you'd want to see. Um, versus someone that, you know, is immersed in the laser world, you know, as we have, you know, 80 different lasers for all different kinds of technologies, you know, it's a sign of commitment to the field. So that's a good thing to do. You want to ask someone what percent of their time is dedicated to laser medicine as well as aesthetics. That's a good you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of practitioners that in the aesthetic end of their practice is just kind of a tangent and maybe they spend only 10 or 15% of their professional time doing that. The other may be doing, you know, your nose and throat or gynecology or, you know, primary care. So you want to make sure that this is a practitioner, that this is their only professional focus. This is what they do day in, day out. This way they, the continuing medical, medical education they go to is in aesthetics. The, um, their, their experience level will be much higher. 
Let me ask you this. Do they have to be a doctor to initiate this, this removal? I mean, are yeah. all laser removal? Great question. It's a state-specific answer. In New Jersey, where I'm located, the laws have it that you have to be a physician to operate a laser. Unfortunately, some practices don't follow the law, and that's something to, to keep an eye out for. In other states, such as New York, um, the law is that a non-physician can operate the laser as long as it's supervised by a physician. Unfortunately, mm. a lot of practices have taken advantage of that, and that, pra that practitioner, that physician, may not even be on site. So are they truly supervising the individual that's performing the tattoo removal? Not really. So you really want to make sure if it's a, a non-physician you know, that is operating the laser, you want to at least make sure that the supervising physician is on site and you want to meet with them. Okay, okay. Well, now how how much does something like this go? I mean, let's say I have just a medium-sized tattoo on my arm, you know, on my on my hand, and I want to get, you know, like, you know, like one that Angela Jolie used to have of her boyfriend, and it's kind of like a wraparound. That's a popular one for women. looks like a black band. How much does something like that cost to move? In, in most states, tattoo removal starts about a few hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, and then, you know, rises from there depending on the size of the tattoo. Okay. Uh, and, you know, certain tattoos are, you know, are extremely large and can take uh, large amounts of time. One of the things, if someone has a large tattoo, again, you want to make sure that that laser is up to date because the lasers of today are, are much faster. And a tattoo today that may have taken, you know, an hour or two a few years ago may only take 20 minutes today. So speed has, you know, has been one of the big changes that have occurred over the last few years. Well, one, one other question, too, in regards to, like, it sounds like it's almost, almost the same price as getting the tattoo. Uh, tattoo removal, because it normally requires a series of treatments, okay. is pretty much always more expensive than getting the tattoo in the first place. Okay. So, uh, again, you know, they're socially acceptable. They make people happy. We just want people just to think twice. Try not to do it on an impulse. Try not to do it if someone's been drinking that night. You know, my belief is there should be a waiting period, almost like with handguns, because, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that second day after that tattoo is placed is often, you know, met with a lot of regret. Uh, maybe the, maybe companies should be held liable before they give a tattoo to say, look, you know, like, I can't put it on you because you're drunk kind of a thing. There's no doubt about it. There's no law for that? Nope, there's no law. And even, you know, there in certain states there are laws about what age uh, someone has to be. But, again, there's, uh, you know, a lot of times that's not followed. Now, there is, as of a few weeks ago, the release of a new ink called Infinite Ink. And that's an ink that is at least three to five times more easily removed with a laser. Okay. And that's something that we hope the tattoo uh, artists will adopt. And it's as permanent as a regular tattoo. They're just much, much easier to remove. And that's something that, again, is just being released to the public as we speak. Uh, are you familiar with, of course, you're familiar with henna? Yeah. Henna, you know, recently has been um, in the media for concerns about different medical conditions and allergic reactions that it can create. So at this time it's 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 advisable to uh to avoid that kind of uh that kind of temporary tattoo. Wow. Yeah, I, I was going to say is that for someone who may be toying around with the idea I was going to suggest they, you know, try henna and just get the the feel yeah. for what it's like, but Yeah, previously was a great suggestion. Now it's strongly recommended to avoid it. 
Well, um, Dr. Chase, we definitely appreciate you uh, being here in the Critters Lounge and schooling us on, on, on all things tattoo. And, and just and just remember when you know you have that tattoo placed on the bicep, make it mom and make it a black tattoo, and uh, <laughs> and we'll see you soon to take it off. Okay. <laughs> well, do how can someone get in contact with you if they have any additional questions? Absolutely, it's uh, we're more than happy, and uh, we'll give you the, the contact information. Go ahead and put your tell us what your uh, email address is best way or a telephone number. Yeah, the 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 website address is triple w. Reflections Center, R E F L E C T I O N S Center dot com, and the email is info at reflectionscenter dot com. On the website, you'll find all different information about tattoo placement, some tips, also tips about having tattoos removed, what to look for, uh, with different algorithms of of how to assess, you know, the best device for that. Uh, you know, for that application. And, you know, do your homework both on the way in and getting a tattoo as well as in getting it removed. And, uh, you know, both should be a, a good experience. Very cool. Thanks again for your time here in the Recruiter's Lounge. Thank sure you. Sure thing. Well, that's the end of our show. And as always, you've been a very great audience. If you like what you heard, love what you heard, or <laughs> simply hate what you just heard, uh, please let us know. You can reach me, Jim Stroud, at jim at therecruiterslounge.com or karen at therecruiterslounge.com. Also, if you would, please uh, subscribe to us by iTunes or just subscribe to the site, uh, of course, therecruiterslounge.com. The theme song of The Recruiter's Lounge is courtesy of Brain Bucket and the Podsafe Music Network. Find them online at music.podshow.com. So that's it for that retro episode of the Recruiter's Lounge. I'm very curious, um, what did you think of it? What did you think of the, of the topic? And have your attitudes changed since 2009? Were you around since 2009? <laughs> Was I the only one? I don't know. Uh, either way, go to uh, jimstroud.com, click on contact, and drop me a note because I so want to hear from you. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast, please leave a comment there as well. That would really help me out. I really appreciate that. All right. Okay. Um, that's it for now. See you next time. Bye-bye. Ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.